Kristen. And I'm Bethany. And this is Looking for the Middle. The Christian Girl's Guide to Modern Dating. We are just two single girls trying to help you navigate dating well as Christian women. And welcome to season four. We're so excited. Oh my gosh, my voice just like climbed in octaves whenever I get excited. (laughs) I get really squeaky when I'm excited. It was a joke growing up because whenever I would get either really excited or really upset, my my dad does the same thing called the octave voice. Yeah. You like start talking like this. So it's season four. Let me go down. There you go. We are very excited. <laughs> Can you believe it's season four? I cannot. We keep talking about how this totally snuck up on us this it's time. It's weird. It was a very short break. We had to record like. so much this week. Yeah, we, we were really like, did. oh my word. Okay, we have a lot to do. So we have- But we're so thrilled about this season. Yes. I think I'm the most excited about this season that I've been since season one. Probably. Oh, really? When we didn't have any idea what we're doing. <laughs> no clue. So... I am really looking forward to a lot of the topics we have in store for you guys. Yes, it's going to be quite the adventure over the next 20 episodes. Oh my word. This is our long season. It's going to be super fun. We're going to go all the way through the end of June, y'all. So we're going to be... You're stuck with us for a while. With you for quite a bit. (laughs) So hang tight. Before we jump into our question of the day and our topic for the day and all the things, we thought it would be a fun thing for us to start giving you guys a pick of the month from each of us. So as y'all know, back in December, we announced that we had started partnering with christianbook.com, which we are super grateful that we got to have this chance to partner with them. They have a huge inventory of all of these resources and gifts and fun things. Everything you can imagine. Literally everything. I had no idea that it was this it is extensive. just books. No, it is not. And so we made you guys like a 2019 holiday gift guide back in December. So we thought that now all the holidays are over, we would give you just one pick of the month from each of us that we'll pick something from the website. We'll put the links to whatever we pick on our website. And that way, if you have a friend's birthday or your boss's work anniversary or... (laughs) Do you actually know that information? No, I don't. Okay. My boss just had his say. birthday, though. Um. <laughs> um. No, people's birthdays, Mother's Day, Father's Day. Yeah. Something you want to get your grandparents. I don't know. Just random things. Want to get your friend a random gift. There you go. Then we wanted to give you guys a little hint at what we would recommend. So There we go. We're going to do that the first episode of every month. But okay. since this is technically the first episode of the month in the season, yeah. we're going to do it today. So Bethany, okay. what was your pick? My pick is a book called Knowing God by J.I. Packer. It's It was written back in the 70s, I think. Um, it's been updated since then. But I just started going through this book with a study um, of girls that I lead on Tuesday nights. And we just finished a study on the fear of God and it was talking about like you don't fear God because you don't know God and so obviously we're doing this book now (laughs) knowing God yes it's we've only done a couple of chapters but it's been so great so far just really deepening your knowledge of who God is and it's more of a like theological look at that as opposed to like the practical like application of scripture it's like a theological look into the character of God and it's been so great to read so far so I would recommend that to you guys there's a book and a study guide that we'll put the link to on our website that sounds fun yeah what's yours mine is also a book I promise we won't do books every time but (laughs) y'all we're nerds so that's gonna be a lot of it but mine is a book called the road back to you which one is that I've never even heard of it so the Enneagram Oh, brother. (laughs) Yes. Bethany's not on the Enneagram train. I totally am. So the Enneagram 
y'all are probably most of you are aware of it if not it's totally fine you should look it up it's like a basically a personality assessment it's been around forever but I have found it to be super helpful just in learning what other people are and how they're wired I've always been fascinated with how like we're all wired differently but the same and I got this book for Christmas and my all my siblings made fun of me they're like Kristen you're such a nerd that you got this book we read this book as a family like we were passing it around like okay read this chapter okay read this oh thing. my word because it was so interesting yeah. so they do have a study guide with it too but I haven't used that so I'll link it if y'all want to but I'm not gonna recommend it because <laughs> I don't know if it's good but the book is great and it's more like a reference book like you don't have to read it cover to cover you can kind of <laughs> go through it but it's fascinating and it's super interesting and it's super helpful I think just as you're relating to other people figuring out what other people's differences are so cool I'm gonna link that as well awesome so those are our picks for the month so look back in what two or three weeks and we'll have March for yeah you. okay question of the day we're back in this I feel like it's been forever I know I had to go back like, and be I like I gotta find a question yeah, well I do be like who was the last one to ask question <laughs> um so my question of the day okay in honor of Valentine's day oh fun no oh. um <laughs> okay well what is your least favorite holiday? You can't say Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah. I really was going to say, if I was allowed to, uh-huh. Valentine's Day. Maybe you'll let me if once I explain it. Okay, fine. I'm not a Valentine's Day person, even if I'm dating someone. Okay, now that's I valid. I think it's cheesy and it's corny and, you know, I don't like cards and I don't like flowers. I'm the worst girlfriend ever on Valentine's Day. <laughs> so I just think it's corny. I'm, I'm not into it. I'm not, well, and you know, I'm not a words of affirmation person they just make me uncomfortable so <laughs> I don't need a lovely card or a whatever so that it really is kind of one of my least favorites because I'm like this is just so not silly. you it's not it's f- totally fine for it to be everyone else's thing and yeah. it's just not my thing that's fair that's so, totally fair can I keep that one you can keep that okay one. Yeah. I'll let you you had a valid reason. okay good it wasn't just like a bitter no, like, no 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 I hate valentine's day no no yeah we um, have a Galentine's Day party. We're hanging out the day before. Well, we'll call it a Galentine's Day yes, party then. Perfect. Wonderful. Okay, my Is that the day you're coming over to watch that show about dating in the dark? Yes. Okay, cool. Yes. Date How... Love is Blind. Love is Blind. Okay, yeah. How thing. else would we spend yes, the mean... day before Valentine's Day? <laughs> what else? What else is there? Oh, um my least favorite holiday. Before I say this, no one come at me and say I'm not patriotic because I totally am. Okay? <laughs> and it's not the fourth of July, so don't freak out but my least favorite holiday is president's day and i will tell you why (laughs) because when i was in high school we got a long weekend for president's day so i am in full support that our country decides to celebrate president's day i am not in full support that my workplace does not acknowledge president's day as two days for me to get off of work and go do something (laughs) fun to celebrate slash not work so that is my least favorite any holiday that is a holiday but you don't get off of work i don't appreciate Good plan. So I was talking to someone about the Super Bowl last week and they said, oh, well, I have to go do such and such. And I was like, why would they make you do that on a holiday? Thankfully, I didn't actually like say it, but I was thinking I had to like stop myself. And I was like, oh, wait, the Super Bowl is not a holiday. Not a holiday. (laughs) I do think you should be allowed to go into work late the next day, though. For real, though. Or after the college football. College football football is so late. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Enough of that. Enough of intro thingies. Let's jump into today's episode, which we have so lovingly entitled, What's the Point of Dating Anyways? But really. Seriously, though. Okay. Gosh. You guys know us. It's kind of tongue-in-cheek. We're not really that cynical. Most of the time. 
So, a little backstory to planning this episode. We had talked to a couple of people and it was just brought up like, hey, you guys ought to go back kind of to the beginning. We talked a whole lot more in the very beginning of this podcast about what dating is about. Like, what's the purpose? What is the point? And so people who are around then know what we think on that and know what we believe and know what kind of the point of this podcast is too. But we've talked a lot about the practicalities of dating too. Um, Do this and don't do that and all of these little things that we don't want to get lost in the midst of what the true point is. And so we wanted to kind of talk about that for those of you who maybe started listening in the middle and didn't go back to the beginning, which is totally fine. Or maybe this is the first episode you've ever heard. And here we are, we're going to tell you what we're all about. So we're going to talk about that, but then we're also going to talk about, we know that dating can be frustrating and annoying, and you just kind of sometimes wonder what is the point of all of this. And so we're going to talk about that a little bit too. Yeah, and a full disclosure moment for me personally. Poor Kristen. (laughs) Can y'all hear the disdain in my voice? I told Bethany, I'm like, I want to walk this line of being real and vulnerable with y'all, but not being bitter and cynical. So I am really tiptoeing the line. And she uh, and she's doing a good job. Thank We're you. holding her to it Thanks. in real life too. Thanks. So I am currently in the middle of one of those situations that Bethany was describing as far as being frustrated and annoyed. I mean, like, what in the world is the point of all of this? And again, full disclosure, I have personally decided I'm gonna take a step back from dating and boys for a little bit not forever and that's okay it's totally fine yeah and if you are in the same place then good for you that's if that's the step you think you need to take right now then that's okay and that's just a personal decision I made based on my own experience of the last year or so yeah it has just been a doozy of a year it has been all around yeah for all of us all of us yes so I I'm really glad we're talking about this episode selfishly because I think it'll be a really good reminder for me to talk through it. But then also just as a reminder of, hey, Kristen, like there is a point to all of this and it's a process of mountains and valleys and you're not going to get stuck in one place forever. So I think it's going to be a really good conversation for us to kind of lay the groundwork today and then y'all will see kind of where we're headed with the season in the next few weeks. But just full disclosure. I'm walking this right now. I'm not the cynical one. No, you're not. It just hit me We've right now. We've switched roles. This is a big day. Yeah. Like, and this is like... It really is. Yeah. And Bethany will tell you, we've been talking a lot about this. Like, I'm doing this in attempt not to get to where yeah. I'm cynical, which I think is a really good place for you to be aware of when you get to the point where you're like, okay, I'm just bitter and I'm expecting something to go wrong constantly. You're like okay, maybe take a breather for a minute yeah, and kind of evaluate where that's coming from. Yeah, because that is not, bitterness and cynicism is not a place of trusting God. Mm -mm. And so if you find yourself there, you have gone way too far. But there are warning signs along the way. You know when you're headed towards that place. And so like you said, stop, talk about it. Have people in your circle who will call you out and say, that's too far. You know, have that support system built in. We talk a lot here about helping you navigate dating well as a Christian woman. And we know the Bible doesn't talk about dating at all because it wasn't a thing. And so what we have to do is stop and say, okay, the Bible talks about marriage. The Bible talks about godly relationships outside of a romantic interest. And so we're going to model after those. This 21st century construct 
Well, I don't know if 21st century is what I was... <laughs> it's not really a 21st century construct. I mean, I guess it is. It's what... Modern. Modern. We'll say modern. This modern construct that we call dating is purely a cultural societal thing. There is nothing spiritual about it. There's nothing inherently right or wrong to it. It's how you approach... It's how your worldview and how your thoughts of God inform how you go about that. And so that's what we want to talk about because we have plenty in scripture that informs our worldview of God and of relationships. So now we have to translate that into a dating situation. Yeah. And our motivation in wanting to have a podcast about dating as a Christian specifically was because we knew this was tricky since the Bible didn't talk about it. But that doesn't, yeah, exactly. (laughs) But that doesn't mean it shouldn't ever be talked about. And that was the tension that we were feeling is, okay, the church doesn't really know all the time how to talk about this or how to talk about it well or how to guide us through this because there is nothing technically about dating in scripture. Yeah. Well, and it kills me because that sets people up for relationships where they don't talk about these things within their own relationship even. And that is so tough because that's what you see modeled, but it's just not healthy a lot of times. No, it's not. And so we wanted to just make the statement, like talking about dating or just dating in general isn't pointless. There is a point to it, even if that is not laid out word for word in scripture, technically, all the air quotes. Yes. (laughs) Um, It's not pointless. There is a point to it. So we wanted to do a mini series. Y'all know we love our little mini series to kick off or close out seasons. So we wanted to do this mini series at the beginning of the season where we break down a few of the different points or reasons for dating. And this way we can go into more depth for each reason. Cause I feel like in past episodes, like you said, we've, we have our little list. Yeah. Mentioned them or we've skimmed over them or they're, they're recurring little phrases here and there, but we haven't totally had a deep dive into, hey, this is a point of dating because X, Y, and Z. Yes. So that's what we want to do over the next few weeks. And I'm so excited about it. Me too. So we're going to talk plenty over the next few weeks about what the point of dating is, what you should be looking for in a marriage, what you should be looking toward in a marriage, and all of those things. But before we do that, let's talk about what the point of dating is not. Before we get into all of that over the next few weeks. Let's just talk real quick. Some bad reasons for dating. Go. (laughs) Number one, dating out of boredom. Okay. And this includes downloading Hinge on a Friday night because you just don't have anything else to do and swiping would be fun. Yes. Y'all should never, I say, now I'm going to say y'all, we should never, preaching to the choir, just date because you want something fun to do on the weekends. Or y'all know my rule. If you want to download the dating app on Friday night at 1030, you wait till Tuesday at noon or three o'clock or whatever my thing is. And if you still (laughs) want to, then go for it. But it's not fair to the other person or people that you Mm -hmm. are involving in this that, oh, I'm just bored and I want somebody to talk to. Like you wouldn't want someone to start talking to you or dating you because of that. So don't date people out of boredom. And don't date them out of insecurity. Don't look for something out of a dating relationship that it was never intended to be. And if you're looking to get affirmation of your worth, of your value, of your character, or find that because you have someone, don't do that. Mm -mm. That insecure place needs to be dealt with and you need to find that worth and that value in Christ, in him. And we've talked about that in previous seasons. 
you want to put the responsibility and the role on a guy in a relationship that he was intended to have and not anything else. So make sure you're dating someone or looking to out of that right motivation of where your identity is. Yeah, and you're no more of a person because you have somebody and you're no less of a person because you don't. Regardless of how it feels. This is one of those places where you don't let your emotions and your feelings take over. You inform them. Your thoughts have control over your emotion. And if you're feeling something that you know is not true, tell yourself this is not true. And the Bible says to think on things that are true and lovely and noble and all these things. So reroute your thought patterns on that. Yeah. And I mean, renewing your mind. Exactly. Romans 12. Yes. Romans 12, 1 and 2. We're going to go with it. Y'all can fact check me if you want to. (laughs) All right. Point of dating. Point of not dating. What am I trying to say? Not the point of dating. Not the point of dating number three. (laughs) Is dating out of loneliness. If you have a fear of being alone, don't start dating in hopes of comforting that fear. Yeah. I am a firm believer this is kind of an oxymoron that I'm saying this right now. But I seriously, I'm a firm believer that everyone needs to learn how to be alone. Yeah. Because I think that I've seen plenty of people where they go from one relationship to the next relationship to the next relationship. And they don't ever spend enough time by themselves to know, okay, what is it like when it's just me and God? Mm-hmm. What is it like for me to function as my own person and have my own opinions and yeah. beliefs and hobbies and routines yeah. and whatever not out of a selfish mentality but just as a hey I can be okay by myself yeah for me that time is so important because I am a people pleaser to establish am I doing these things and saying these things and being these things whether it's reading my bible or doing the right am I doing those things because I know they're right and because I know I shouldn't because I want to please the lord or am I doing it to please this person and that's something that you have to establish I won't say you, I had to establish on my own. I had to learn how to be alone and what that looked like and what my motivations for going through my Christian walk were by myself before I brought someone into that because then it get the, the waters get muddied for me on why I'm doing things sometimes. So I needed that foundation set and I needed it firm before someone else was there. That's so good. I love that. Another thing I would say is the point of dating is not to date out of selfishness. You are not going into this relationship looking for what can you get out of it? What can they do for me? What can, how does this make me feel? How can this make me feel better about myself? We're all as Christians modeling Christ. And so we're going, or we should be going into relationships looking to model him in that relationship. And there was nothing about him selfish. He humbled himself in every situation. And I love the, it's a verse in Philippians that talks about he humbled himself even to the point of death on a cross. And it says this, this mindset you should have too. I'm paraphrasing poorly, <laughs> but that's what we should model. And the study notes in my Bible at that verse where it talks about he humbled himself to the point of death, even death on a cross. It says after the humbling of incarnation, he went even further. So have you ever thought about that? God had to humble himself just to take on our form. And we think we're great and wonderful, but no. He had to humble himself more than you or I ever will have to just to take on our form. So Dang, I've never thought about it that way. That's great. I hadn't either till I it was years ago I read that and I was like, wow, that will put perspective onto so many things. Yeah, that's so good. 
The last thing I'll add to the list of not the point of dating, number five, is what I like to call dating in the meantime. I love this. And I just don't think it would be wise for anyone to just want to date someone until something or someone better comes along. In other words, don't date with a placeholder mentality. That's just mean. It's it's mean and it's inconsiderate and it's selfish. Selfish. It kind of like ties up a lot uh-huh. of the other things it that we've totally already does. talked about. But don't, I mean, this all goes back. Y'all know I'm, gosh, I'm turning into my dad. I'm preaching the golden <laughs> rule all the time. So y'all can blame him. But you, if you wouldn't want to be treated like this, don't treat other people like this. And no one wants to be a placeholder or no one wants no. to be like, oh, he was just with me until so-and-so came along or he was just with me until, you know, he went off to do this other thing and he's occupied with something else now. You know, like that's just not okay. So these are all things that are very easy to fall into. Don't get me wrong. We're not sitting here pointing fingers. We have no. definitely, you know, had our fair share of encounters with the temptations to fall into these and we've fallen into them a couple times ourselves. So we wanted to talk about this because we want y'all to hear them before you fall into them. Absolutely. If, you know, you haven't gotten to that point yet. And if you have, then that's what grace is for. Mm. And you acknowledge it and you're like, okay, you know what? I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm not going to use somebody as a placeholder. I'm not going to get into this relationship just because I'm lonely. I'm not going to just date someone because my next four Friday nights are empty. So we just wanted to point these out to kind of, have this in the back of your head as we do talk about what the point of dating is so you can have a little bit of a contrast. Yeah. Okay, so what is the point of dating? <laughs> well, I'm joking. Loaded question. <laughs> no, first, before we do actually answer the question, I bet y'all are starting to think we're not actually going to answer it. Let's acknowledge one thing. Dating is different and the point of it is different for Christians. Why is it different? Because it is. <laughs> Just, I don't just know. because, because I said so, you are oh, turning into your I, dad. I really am. <laughs> so true. This, this was such a, I never, I mean, I know how to answer this question, but yeah. at the same time, it's just like this, gosh, why does it have to be so different? Yeah. And you know, when we started this, we talked a few weeks ago in the get to know your hosts thing about kind of some backstory into how this whole podcast got started. But I don't think we said this when we were sitting down and we were talking about boys and dating and trying to figure it all out. We were frustrated and we didn't know what was going on. There were several girls back in, in my apartment and we were just sitting around talking and I said, Ugh, this would be so much easier if I wasn't a Christian. And there was unanimous agreement in the room. We know it's difficult. We've been there. We wish it wasn't. But one thing we told each other then, and I will tell you now, is that easier is not always better. You have to remember Like it says in Isaiah 55, his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. They're so much higher than ours are. And you combine that with Deuteronomy 29 that says the secret things belong to the Lord. There are things we don't know and it's not easy and it doesn't always make sense. But we know we can trust in the one who did ordain the steps of our lives. He ordained what marriage looks like. He ordained what godly relationships look like. It is up to us to be obedient, even if it's not easy and even if it doesn't make sense. So at a high level, I would say the mark of a Christian dating relationship, the point of that relationship is that you are pursuing marriage. 
instead of any of those things we just talked about at a high level that is the point of dating would you agree i would totally agree okay and it's nice in a way because the bible doesn't talk about dating but it does have a lot to say about marriage yes. and you can take okay well if this you know this is where you just do some is it deducing is that the word i don't know finish your sentence and then i will tell where you <laughs> you like you read okay if this is what a godly marriage looks like here's what i have to do yes. to get there or these are the qualities I need to work on. Or these right. are the things I need to be looking for in another person. Yes. If this is what scripture says a godly husband looks like, those are the things I should be looking for mm-hmm. in a guy that I'm going to date. Yeah. So, yes, I think the purpose, yes, is marriage. We're going to talk about more than just that one specific yes. purpose. But I do think that. And at the end of the day, marriage is a picture that points to Christ's relationship with the church. And I think we can skim over that a lot of times. And I think that that gets put on the back burner a little bit because we think, oh, marriage, we, we default back to what these points are. We default back to marriage is, you know, what I can get out of this. Mm-hmm. And marriage is so I'm not lonely and I have someone to do things with me all the time. And marriage is the next step in the quote unquote recipe of life that <laughs> yeah. I should be following. And no, marriage is for you to it's the closest thing to the relationship of Christ with the church that we have here on earth. And it's the one of the most powerful examples of the gospel lived out in life that the lost world will ever see. Yes. A godly, thriving marriage. Well, and someone, I'll never forget this. I can't remember who said it, but they talked about why do you think the enemy tries so hard to disband and distort and pervert marriage? Oh, absolutely. Because it's this incredible picture, like you said, of the gospel and of, you know, the Lord's relationship with us. Mm-hmm. So if he can botch that. Yeah. That does a lot of damage. It does. And it has done a lot of damage as, you know, divorce oh, rates have yes. gone up and just all, you know, all these different things have started happening in the context of marriage. But at the end of the day, you should be trying to model yourself after Christ in a way where you're portraying the qualities needed for marriage in your life right now. Whether you get married or not, these are all great qualities for you to have. And you should be looking for a guy who portrays those qualities as well. And even if he doesn't now, it's not going to magically happen when you get married. No. If there is a pattern of anger or a pattern of impatience or a pattern of whatever else, as much as you think you're going to fix him, because we all like to do that, Mm -hmm. it's not going to happen. He's going to take those things into marriage and there's not some magic thing that happens standing there at the altar saying, I do, that just gets rid of all those sin patterns. And no one's perfect, but you want to be looking to someone who is daily changing and daily becoming more like Christ and daily being sanctified, which is another one of our Mm -hmm. points that we're going to talk about later as far as what marriage is about. So... Be, like we've talked about so many times, be who the person you're looking for is looking for. We did a whole episode on it. Are you what he's looking for? Be those things. And then as you're, we actually had a listener email us not long ago and bring up this example of surround yourself with, even in a non-romantic way, godly people, godly men, godly relationships so that you know what they look like. And her example was, I think we've talked about it on here before too, even that People who work in the like the Treasury Department or they're in the FBI and they work on counterfeit the counterfeit team, they don't study fake money to know what it looks like. Those people who their entire job is to identify counterfeit money 
they study the real bills, what they look like, what they feel like, what the ink exactly looks like, every little thing. They study the real ones because then when a fake pops up, it is glaringly obvious because they know inside and out what the real one looks like. So surround yourself with those things, be those things, be in the word looking for those things because then when a fake pops up, it is so obvious and it's not going to derail your trajectory. Yeah. I mean, and y'all have heard us talk about this over the Q&A series the past few weeks. I've really tried to pay attention. I know you've done the same thing. Really tried to pay attention to the godly marriages and dating relationships around me because when I am seeing contradictions of that in somebody or if I'm like a little hesitant, like, oh, this kind of seems like a red flag. I have these other relationships to look at and be like, okay, well, one, I can talk to them, but then two, I can be like, hey, this is how this happened or this Mm -hmm. is how they handled this or this is how he treated her. Yeah. And that's what I'm looking for. And not to say that anybody else's marriage is perfect because it's not, but when you have these godly examples to look to and to follow that's going to be a huge help and looking real far into the future here hopefully if you're doing these things if you're trying to foster these qualities if you're looking someone for someone who's doing the same thing you it may end up being that example to somebody else one day so think about that like you you're wanting to foster a relationship where hopefully someone looks at you one day as like Man, their relationship is such a beautiful picture of what Christ intended marriage to be. I want that. Yeah. That's the goal. Absolutely. One of the goals. Yes. You know what I mean? (laughs) No, I do know what you mean. None of that was in the notes. No. But it's so good. And we said earlier, you know, the Bible doesn't say anything about modern dating at all. It was written thousands of years ago. It can't. But it does talk a lot about what godly relationships look like. And some of those things are... Yeah, let me just fly off a few... What? Fly off a few... (laughs) Let a few fly off the tongue here. Um, They're selfless and they're edifying and they're trusting and they're respectful. Yes. And they're loving and... They're um, pointing you to the Lord. Yeah. You know, my pastor made the statement a couple of weeks ago in a sermon that if you are not moving closer to the Lord, you are moving further away. There isn't a standing still. And it's the same thing in these relationships. If he's not pulling you closer to the Lord or pointing you closer to him then you're moving backwards and you're moving away from him. And no relationship is going to do this perfectly. There's never going to be this steady uphill all the time towards the Lord. It's going to be kind of like you said, mountains and valleys. But it's the general trajectory uphill. That's what you want to look for. Yeah. That's what we're looking for in a relationship with someone. And that's what we think you should be looking for too. (laughs) Absolutely. So to kind of sum everything up, wrap everything up. Yeah. Point everything in the new direction. Not new yes. direction, but the forward going direction. Yes. Wow, I'm really struggling with That's words okay. today. We, over the next five weeks, are going to basically talk about a theme or a point of dating each week. Yes. So, the first one we already alluded to is marriage. So, mm-hmm. we're going to do a good old deep dive <laughs> into marriage yes. next week. And we'll talk more about, you know, why this is, you know, this is where the difference in Christian dating Mm-hmm. comes up not to say that people who aren't christians don't date for marriage we're not saying that but the it's out- not the sole purpose yes yeah. the outlook and the intent is influenced by our faith yes so we're going to talk about that and get into all the nitty-gritty there you go of that fun topic then week two will be 
sanctification. And this is while you're dating. This is once you've gotten married. Like the purpose of these relationships, we are created to live in community. And one of the big reasons why is to point each other to the Lord, to lovingly hold each other accountable, to look for growth in other people, especially when you're dating. I think when you're dating, you're looking for evidence of sanctification in the other person. And I think when you get to marriage, you are becoming an instrument of sanctification in that person's life. Um, And vice versa. Yeah. And so we're going to talk about some things to like look for, what that looks like. What does it look like to see, okay, he is being sanctified, like to see that real fruit in their life, especially Mm -hmm. when you're dating. And we'll talk about that in a whole episode. Yes. The next week we're going to be talking about dating being fun. Now, this might come as a shock that we were going to dedicate a whole episode to this. But seriously, we, and we've talked about this. This was in our first episode. Absolutely first one. Where we said we wish dating would be fun again. And so we're going to talk. It's just so hard. It is. Yeah. It is. So we're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about ways to make it fun. And if it's miserable and it's not fun, then pay attention to that. And yeah. we're going to talk about that too. Yes. So, you know, dating should not be this miserable, militant, like checklist no. of a process. Like no. getting to know someone that you could possibly spend the rest of your life with should be very fun. Will it be, always be fun? No, no. But there are a lot of parts that are fun. And don't confuse fun with a lack of effort. Yes. Good call. Okay. Good call. I mean, I think I, that's I, a good point. I think that'll be something we talk about a lot. Like fun does not mean it's not work. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, anyway, that's the next one. So then our last two, uh, we're going to talk about investigation, which Kristen's little FBI dreams over here are going oh my crazy. Gosh. My true no. crime. Yeah. We're, Love not, is- we're not talking about like stalking someone we just had to come but up i with- have tips for that if you want <laughs> we mainly just had to come up with a one word like theme what we're really going to be talking about and that is in dating a huge point of dating is to go from not knowing someone to marriage so there's a lot of investigation that happens along the way there you learn how to communicate you learn each other's expectations you learn what family looks like all of these things so we're going to talk about things you should want to find out from someone and encourage you to have thought about those things going into a relationship and then the last one we kind of talked about this a little bit too earlier as well is that the point of dating is service and selflessness and humility and that translates into marriage as well and so we're going to spend some time really looking at what is humility what is selflessness and how do those things translate in a dating relationship like how how can you do that because I think sometimes this can be a little tricky when it comes to the different stages of dating how serious you are marriage like what's okay and what's not so we'll look at that some too yeah I'm really glad you phrased it that way as far as translating from dating to marriage because that's something we want to do with all of these topics is I mean marriage the topic of marriage (laughs) kind of that'll be indifferent but this isn't these aren't things that you just do while you're dating and then you stop once you get married. Absolutely. These are setting up patterns of behavior and foundations of a relationship that you can continue to improve upon and grow in as you're married and your marriage will be better because of it. So it's not just like, oh, hey, we're telling you to do all these things so that dating is great while you date. No. exactly. It, yes, it will help hopefully your dating experience be better, but it will also help set you up well for marriage, which 
we would also like to do. We don't just want to help you with no. dating and then be like, good luck. You got a ring. Bye. You know, so. We're not a Hallmark movie. No, we're not, unfortunately. <laughs> um, so I'm glad Bethany said that. We we are in each episode going to cover, okay, here's not just how this applies now, but this is how this is going to help you moving forward. Yep. So that's what you have to expect, guys, for the next five weeks. It's one of our biggest or the biggest like series like this we've I done. I think isn't you're it? right, yeah, because we've done like three and four parters. Okay, so we've got fun times ahead. Fun times ahead for sure. So y'all stay tuned for that. Also, don't forget. I know we've been talking about this on Instagram a lot. If you don't follow us on Instagram, go follow us on Instagram at lftm underscore podcast, or just search looking for the middle. That's easier. Um, follow us on Instagram, and we have a. Couchcast ideas little form you can fill out. We have been getting so many submissions. They've been awesome. Yes. So, so y'all great. keep those coming because we always have a running list. So we will keep adding and keep answering as much as we can. And don't forget to go and check out our picks for the month on our website, lookingforthemiddle.com. Check out the books we told y'all about today. If y'all have any fun books that we should go read, you could tell us that too. Yes. You can DM us or email us or let us know. Always carrier pigeon i don't care <laughs> smoke signal yeah <laughs> morse code i don't know that wouldn't morse work code. oh gosh but yeah reach out we love hearing from you guys anytime y'all send us messages even if it's just to say hey we like your podcast it's yeah don't tell us if you ever. don't like it yeah we don't want to hear that <laughs> and the truth comes out yep no but seriously y'all are awesome y'all have been so supportive throughout the last three seasons so we're yes. excited to do another one but check back this friday we will have a very special valentine's day edition of couch cast oh boy oh boy but until then i'm Kristen, and i'm bethany and this is looking for the middle mm-hmm.